one. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What's up, everybody? We are back here talking about Meet the Frasers. We have so much exciting stuff to get into and we're going to be talking all about it coming up. But I want to go ahead and introduce my panel because we have so much to get to. Lover of all things, reality TV. On is in the building. Say what's up, On. Hi, guys. <laughs> Lover of all things, e-reality. We have Ashley. Hi, guys. <laughs> and Carla's here. She is obsessed with mediums. We've got her right here. Carla. Hi, everyone. <laughs> and my name is Rachel Swindler. I am your reality insider, and I am so excited to be here. And we have a really special guest in-house right now, so Yay. I need a little bit of a drum roll if we could just all <laughs> a drum roll here. We have the man himself, Matt Frazier, in Woo-hoo! the building. Hey, man! Hey, Everyone, it's great to be here with you. Oh my gosh! So good to have you. Yes, we're so excited. We've been obsessing over you and this show for the past couple of weeks. So it's so it's so cool. I to... know you're here, <laughs> and you're in your house. We get to see your house. <laughs> um, I just want to go ahead and start out by saying, or asking, how did the show come about? Like, how did Meet the Frasers? How did it come about? We're just so curious. You know, that's a really good question. So I've actually been getting offers for TV shows, I want to say for about 10 years now, because, you know, I've been doing this for 10 years, being a psychic medium. And when I first started, you know, I was getting calls from Hollywood, but nothing seemed right to me. You know, they wanted me to do TV shows like Ghost Hunting or, you know, Police Detective or Psychic Matchmaker, and nothing was really true to me. So I said, you know what? Let me put it on hold and let me just do me. Let me just work on what I want to do. And that's my live events, my shows and help people reconnect with their loved ones. So, you know, literally I would get, you know, emails every week saying, you know, we have a really great show idea. We'd love to have you on TV. And, you know, I rejected them all, rejected them all. And then one day a phone call came in that changed everything. You know, I got a call from MGM in uh, on the West Coast in Los Angeles, and they were like, hey, we love you, we're obsessed with you, you know, uh, we really want to make a TV show about you. So I said, well, listen, if you want to make a TV show about me, I don't want a show that's already scripted. I don't want to go and, um, you know, there's nothing spooky about me. I don't want to go into haunted houses. I want it to be true to me and true to my life. So they said, okay, let's make it happen. And then next thing you know, you know, they came down, they interviewed the family, they said, this is fantastic. And then just like that, cameras were at the door and uh, Meet the Frasers was born. Oh my God. Oh. So cool. Wait, I have a question for you. So were you already interviewing celebrities at this point? So yeah, so I mean, for my whole career before the TV show mm-hmm. is that I already had a book published. I already had, you know, a two year waiting list for private readings. I was touring the country and I had celebrity clientele. Wow. So that was all going on beforehand. And, you know, it's been an amazing journey. And to be honest with you, I never needed a TV show. You know, I, <laughs> I wanted Love to do this. And I did this because I wanted to show, you know, my followers and the people who follow me, not only my life as a psychic, but also my life behind the scenes. Because mm-hmm. before this, I've been, you know, people know me from being on TV and radio shows across the nation. I've mm-hmm. been on, you know, Fox News and NBC Morning News to CBS Radio. I mean, you name it, I've done it. So now people get to see the behind the scenes because they've seen me give readings. You know, a lot of my readings have gone viral online, but now they get to see what it's like, you know, living with me day to day because 
you know, what I'm hoping this show does is it demystifies the realm of psychic ability. People still think that a psychic medium is somebody who sits at home and is cross-legged and trance, you know, <laughs> saving and smudging. And, and that's just not me. I do live a normal life and I am a normal guy. I just so happen to hear and see the departed. So crazy and so cool. Um, can you tell us what has the show done for you guys this far? What kind of opportunities have you seen? Have you felt like there's been good feedback? What has changed for you guys since the show started airing? Well, I got to tell you, the feedback has been fantastic. I mean, everybody has been loving the show so far. I have been really, really excited, you know, to hear the comments and to see, you know, such amazing uh, support from my fans and followers and also from the e-community. I mean, it's amazing how word is just getting around and that, you know, people have come up to my parents. They've come up to Alexa and her parents. And it's, it's like, you know, all of a sudden it just, you know, put the whole family on the map because they weren't used to it before. You know, Alexa <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Rhode Island, but in terms of my family, they never had that. So, you know, they've been really having a lot of fun with it. And in terms of, you know, opportunities, I think that the best opportunity is that fans get to now see the behind the scenes of things. I mean, one of the best opportunities was the fact that, you know, people get to see me give readings uh, for Dorinda Melody, uh, mm-hmm. excuse me, Medley, I would say that name, I say Melody. <laughs> Medley, you know, from Real Housewives and, you know, Dr. Paul Nassif from Botch. But you can remember that beforehand, I had celebrity, uh, I had celebrities that I would read for, but it was always in private. Mm-hmm. You know, they would have, they'd have a private reading or be on the waiting list. And now people get to go and experience uh, glances into these readings during the TV shows, and also they get to be a part of the book deal, which I thought was really fun because they got to follow me to. Simon and Schuster and see what that was all about and what that was like. Yeah, that was totally cool. I'm interested on your wait list of possible celebrities. Is there (laughs) any celebrity that you're dying to give a reading for or that you're that 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 you can maybe tease to come maybe later in the season? Oh, are there any readings I could tease to come? Not really. Once I'm on my private reading list, uh, it's almost like a HIPAA. Like, I can't say because <laughs> they paid for a session, so I can't, I, I can't out them like that. Um, but you will see me give some readings on some other daytime talk shows. You'll see that. Oh. Um, and you'll also see some podcasters that I read for as well. I just read for, um, actually, uh, it just came out, I think, yesterday for Jaina Kramer. Oh, and, yeah. uh, oh wow. And, and her... Uh, um, Mike Cawson, yeah, her husband. I don't know if that was her husband or her uh, fiance. It's her husband, yeah. yeah. Perfect. So I got to meet them and, and connect with them. Oh, oh, I can't forget uh, Gretchen and Slade. Oh, oh, oh yeah. The Real Housewives. I've been making the rounds. I've been making the rounds. <laughs> it's been pretty interesting. And, you know, I didn't realize that everybody in Los Angeles has a podcast. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have, like, five podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I have a question for you. So you guys yeah. are an amazing family, super funny. My question is, after cameras arrived to the house for the first time, did the dynamic change from your real life to the life that we see on the show? Or this is how you guys are? I mean, something changed with the crew at home all day? 
That's a really good question. And I got to say <laughs> that my family is, are, are not TV people. I mean, you'll see that in episode one. You know? <laughs> We're not somebody who was trained to say, oh, don't do this or don't do that. Or, you know, just me, for example, I didn't realize that everything on reality TV was real and that they show everything. You know, basically they came in and said, okay, just be yourselves, you know, whatever you're gonna do, you're gonna do. So like here I was, you know, putting on my man Sphinx, you know, using the bidet, washing my rear end, you know, going in the, in the shower with the cats, not realizing that those things were gonna make it on TV. So I think that, you know, when the cameras came, it didn't change the dynamic, but to be honest with you, I wish I would have told my family to, zip their mouth and to be a little bit more filtered. <laughs> no, we love it. I didn't realize it was going to be real, but what you see is real. We didn't know any better. We were stupid. <laughs> I love it. I love it though. How's Angela doing? That's what I want to know. Yes. We, we love Angela. What does she think about you saying she's a disaster and like all these other things? Is she okay with this? She is a hot mess. My mother, God, know what the hell I'm going to do with that? Because she just, you know, she, I'll tell you, she has no shame. She beats to the tune of her own drum there. And, you know, she's still coming to the events with her slippers on. She doesn't care what anybody says about her. You know, yesterday she came over and she was wearing my grandfather's dead sweater. So she says, what the hell are you doing? Why do you get on my, grand, my dead grandfather's sweater? And she says to me, oh, I wanted him to see the TV show. I wanted him to see the new episode, so I wore it. Oh, oh my God. Gosh. I love her. She's well, amazing. I says, that sweater's got holes in it. I says, you look like you came from the, from, you know, the landfill. But hey, you know what? <laughs> that's so funny. She's not trying to impress anybody. She's just being herself, so... That's all. <laughs> She's definitely herself, and I love it. I think the question we're all dying to ask is, are you able to do readings over Skype like this, or can you pick up on anything? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I actually want to come to Ashley first, because I actually have your grandfather with you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pardon? Wait, sorry, what did you say? Your grandfather passed on. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. So I have two grandfathers that have passed. I feel like, was this your dad's one that you were closest to? Your dad's dad? My mom's dad. Was it, was the one that you were closest with? Yeah, Pops is what we called him. Yes, that's what I want to talk to, because he's stepping forward when I'm connecting. And first of all, this was a man who had many issues here in the physical world. Because when I'm connecting with him, immediately he's telling me that he couldn't breathe here in this world. There was a lot of issues with his lungs, and he tells me that there was a lot of fluid issues that he dealt with. Oh, my God. And know that one of the things that he's letting you know is that he is okay on the other side and watching over all of you. He tells oh. me I have to say happy birthday. He's whispering that in my ear. That so, is um, crazy. My birthday was just like two weeks ago. Aww. <laughs> so, way of just letting you know that he's wishing you a happy birthday. Oh my he's God. also talking. About, he's also talking about a new baby being born into the family as well. So, um, was there just a pregnancy, or did you just find out somebody's pregnant? No, not yet. Oh my gosh! Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna buy the test after this. <laughs> he's actually showing me a little girl on the other side. So when I see that, it's his way of acknowledging that there's gonna be a new baby born into the family, and his way of acknowledging that because what happens is, is that anything that comes from God, you know, our loved ones see. So when we're about to uh, have a baby, or when something's about to happen, they see that from the other side. He's also wants you to know how proud he is of you, by the way, because he tells me that he's been watching over you every day and it's been really hard since his departure. But what he's so happy about is that the family was all able to be there before he had died and that he was able to see everybody. Because oh, he wants to thank you all for rushing in to come and see to come and see him and to say goodbye to him. Um, he does tell me that at the end he couldn't talk and he couldn't communicate. It was very hard for him. 
he talks about like having some issues with his throat or whatever but he says to me please let her know that i am okay and that i am with her oh my gosh that's so amazing oh thank you so much oh, I, that is, I know i have a tear <laughs> coming out because they whisper to me and they tell me things was he supposed to go in for surgery what was with the surgery you know he had a lot of ailments and his heart was the crazy problem um he died suddenly but he he was in and out of the hospital a lot um i don't think he had a surgery plan per se but he constantly was at the doctor's office and he had a pacemaker um so he had to get that replaced and checked up and batteries it was like a whole lifetime situation what's so crazy is that i felt like when i'm connecting with him like that he was going in for a procedure that was some type of thing that he was supposed to go in for uh-huh. and that he to go in because he died like i feel like he wasn't supposed to die <gasps> at the time and then oh my god do you know what it was okay so, so i've been in la and he was back in kentucky so i wasn't here for all of it but he was diagnosed with pneumonia two nights before he died and so i think he was going to go back to the hospital my mom was going to take him that next day um to do something i have to ask her because i you know it's like you kind of block that stuff out towards the end yeah absolutely you know, this is just his way because he says to me the one thing that he wants you all to know is that there was nothing else that could have been done for him. He tells me that his body was so weak and breaking down that no matter what happened, he says, please let them know. He says, thank you for all the care that you had given to me. Because he actually tells me that your mom was like trying to pull him into the house or like trying to take care of him because oh he talks about the fact that, you know, she was there every single day and every single night. And yes. he says that those were the best times that he had was being at home, you know, being with all of you. He says, and thank you for coming back to see him. Oh, my God. Thank you. Mm. you don't understand how much that means to me, Matt. Thank you so, so much. That is You're incredible. Right. You are so gifted. Uh, well, I didn't get a TV show by not being. <laughs> yeah. He is, he is going and um, telling me, though, because I, I hear them, and he's telling me that he wants to thank you all for, for, the new, for the TV set. Like, I feel like they bought him a TV set. I think or- so. We moved him into a facility because my grandmother had just passed away, and I think my mom bought him a new TV because he had one of those really big, clunky TVs. <laughs> He kept saying, that's my TV. And he kept telling me, like, that your mom was, like, staying overnight or, like, sleeping on the side of him or staying with him. He just wants to thank you for that. My God, my mom is going to literally lose it. You are the best. Thank you. You are just a healer. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I I love doing this work, you know, and I love the fact that, you know, what I do is different than anybody out there because, you know, I don't like it to be sad. You know, of course we're sad when we think about our loved ones, but I like it to be a happy experience. Like, even when your grandfather's here, mm-hmm. I got to tell you, he may have been old, but he was a flirt here in this world. <laughs> even as I'm connected, he's flirting with all of you in the studio. <laughs> it's just his way of just acknowledging, you know, that he's the same person as when he left. Yeah, I uh, I will say, Matt, that's one of the things I love about your readings is that you have this ability to bring in comedy and make light. I think we talked about in the last mm-hmm. episode, you are able to make light of such a, a sad or, you know, mm-hmm. dark time in mm-hmm. people's lives. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes what you do so amazing and beautiful. That's well, you know what? Amazing. I think that there's so much sadness after we lose a loved one and, you know, uh, thinking of them. I mean, it's painful. It's painful to celebrate holidays or to think of them not being a part of our life or not being there. So I think that when the spirit comes through, especially with their personality, it shows us, one, that they haven't changed since they died. And two, that it is really them and that they're always with us. And, you know, that's why I love doing this work and why I love my reading so much is it just shows people that there is an afterlife and that your loved ones are there. That's so amazing. I love it. Um, do you have a favorite read that you've done or anything that really stands out to you that you can share with us? 
oh my god, there's a million. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I do. That you know, I, I don't think there's a day that goes by that I'm not like shocked or amazed by some of the things that happen or that some of the things that come up. Yeah. For example, I think the the funniest thing because you know. People think when they come to a medium, it's very cut and dry. Like, okay, I'm going to come to a medium and I want to hear from my grandmother. So my mother, my grandmother's going to come through. <laughs> and that's not always how it, how it works. You know, you know, sometimes I don't want to say you have to be the bearer of bad news, but like, it's not DJ with the dead. I can't pick who you want to hear from. <laughs> it's DJ with the dead. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. Wait, I have a question. <laughs> I, I think my favorite reading or, or the favorite instance that happened was at a live show. And the way that it works is like, I see the departed standing behind you. So like when I'm looking out at the screen, I see your grandfather standing there next to you. Well, when I was at a show, it was like, there was this woman all alone in the back row. The last two rows were empty. And there she was, you know, all by herself. And sitting next to her was her brother. And I went over to her and I'm like, oh, your brother had passed. And she was like, no, not for me. And I'm like, oh, no, no, your brother's here. He's sitting right next to you. And she was like, Mm-mm, no, no, I, no, no, you're not with me. I'm like, are you sure? And she goes, no, honey, I, I didn't have a brother. She goes, I was an only child. She goes, I don't know who you're picking up on, but it's not me. She goes, you got the wrong person. So I was like so nervous. I'm like, why is this happening? Like, why is, is this? I didn't know what to do. Oh and the woman's like, oh, she's like, it was probably somebody who was sitting here before me. So I was like, oh, all right. So we let it go. The next thing you know, at the end of the event, the same woman comes up to me and she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I lied. That was my brother, but I hated him. I couldn't stand him. Oh, oh my God. And the same lady goes to me, she goes, what was the message? So I'm like, what was the message? I said, honey, I said, that was 45 minutes ago. I'm like, you told me you didn't know who it was. I said, I hung up the phone. I don't know what the hell he had to say. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing because here I was like so dead on accurate, you know, her brother was coming through, you know, it's describing him and she's like, nope, nope, nope. And then, you know, it, it really was her brother. She just didn't want to talk to him. And some, some, some of those moments I think are so funny because even though we might forget about our loved ones, they never forget about us. That's so incredible. That's beautiful. On, you had a question. Yeah. yeah so, um, so all these people coming to you, my question is really, I'm dying to know when you just don't want to do anything and want to be with your fiance at home, you still hear voices or like things coming to you all the time or you have some peace to yourself? Like, I truly never have peace, but I got to tell you that, that my peace has become my own home when my family's not blowing it up. So, <laughs> when we're all alone and we're by ourselves, you know, when the cameras stop, when the family's not here, you know, our vacation isn't going out to amusement park. It's not going to, you know, New York City. Our vacation is being here in the house because we live such busy lives. I mean, our family are, are here day to day. We work together. We an event. You know, Alexa's running around with her fashion career and, you know, being Miss Rhode Island. So when this all happens, like people think it's fun going from like hotel to hotel or from resort to resort or state to state. But at the end of the day, when your life is, is, you know, constantly traveling and constantly being away and constantly being around people, the best vacation is actually just being by yourself and being at home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One thing I want to ask too, we've seen a lot this season. Alexa is kind of putting the pressure on for wedding bells. Can we predict anything like that in your near future? Well, I think that Alexa needs to slow down. <laughs> and, you know, and here's why, because Alexa and I have a seven year dis difference between one another. So, you know, I think that here's here's the facts and, and here's what I want, because I started my career young. You know, and I started my career, you know, when I was just 19 years old as an EMT and then turned psychic medium. 
So you're going to know that I already did it all. I already had the opportunities to work at my career, to work at my life, to work at the things that I wanted within life. And the only thing that I that I don't want is I don't want Alexa to feel as though that she has to put her own dreams aside to be with me. You know, I want her to be able to have it all because Alexa is still young. You know, she just turned 21 years old. I'm 28 years old. Wow. So but I did. I don't want to propose and I don't want um, I don't want her to have to put her pageant dreams aside because of a, of a proposal. I want her to be able to go and to do the pageant and, you know, to fulfill that that dream. And then, you know, we can talk about getting married or, you know, then a proposal might come because <laughs> the last thing I want is for her to give up her dreams because of me. Because I don't know if you know this, but you can't be engaged and mm-hmm. participate in Midford Island. Yes, we remember that. That's, yeah, yeah, that's so crazy. I can't believe they have that rule. I know. It seems kind of backwards. But I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. You know, if and when we do get married, then she gets to go for a Mrs. Rhode Island, which means that I get to be in the pageant with her. So I'm all about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I think we're going to have time for probably one more question because we definitely want to dive into tonight's episode as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you have something you want to ask? Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Um, I feel like the biggest thing... Oh, I got on Instagram. This is a really funny question. I told everyone earlier that we were going to be talking to you. And this came up a few times. It was kind of more or less like, can you predict the future? One said, do you know about natural disasters before they happen? Or do you know about major world events <laughs> before they occur? No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, I don't even know when my mother's going to show up at my door. Never mind. <laughs> You know, my gift doesn't work that way. So, you know, everybody's different, right? So there are some mediums that that do predictions like that. There are some mediums that, you know, uh, uh, can sense like past lives or things like that. But that's not me. The way that it works for me is that I'm primarily a medium. So I see your loved ones with you. I connect with them. And then, you know, when it comes to the future of predicting future stuff, the information just doesn't come out of thin air. So, like, I can't tell you who you're going to marry, but your grandfather can so, you know, he'll come to me and say, you know, I see my granddaughter getting married at such and such an age and with such and such a person. So that information comes from them, not from me. So when it comes to world events, nobody has come and said to me, you know, uh, there's going to be a catastrophe that had happened or, or that's about to happen. But I can share with you one story. I know we're running out of time. But um, I wrote about this in my new book, When Heaven Calls. When I was an EMT and I was working at the World Trade Center in Boston, I loved my job. I was just, you know, I was great at my job. I loved it. I was like, you know, you know, the nurse in high school, that was me. Like I was at the nurse at the World Trade Center. Somebody, somebody fell down. I was there. Somebody had, you know, a, a, a diabetic coma. I was there. Somebody didn't feel good. I was taking their temperature because I was, I worked privately contracted. Oh. So uh, I got, I got, they were like, they contacted me one day and they're like, hey, Matt, we have a uh, detail going on for the Boston Marathon. Would you like to work it? So I said, absolutely. Let me get out of the office. I get to be outside, be part of the Boston Marathon. I would love to do it. So I was the type of person where I don't stop working. I go into work sick and all. I don't care. And that morning of the Boston Marathon, 
for some reason, I woke up, I was ready to go, and then all of a sudden, I started to feel so sick. And there was just like a, this internal feeling like, don't go, don't go, don't go. And I don't know, still to this day, I don't know why I did it, but I picked up the phone and I called my boss and I said, I, I can't come to work today. You know, I'm not feeling well, I have to stay home. And he and he didn't give me any problem whatsoever because it was it was not like me, I never did that, I never took a sick day. So he was like, yeah, Matt, you know, stay at home, don't worry about it. And then the minute, you know, I hung up the phone, everything passed, you know, those feelings went away, everything was fine. And then how crazy is it that that was the day of the Boston Marathon? Oh where I was supposed to be was at the finish line at the at the Boston Marathon where the bomb went off. Wow. So I know, I know that God saved me that day. And I know that I was forewarned. You know, unfortunately, they didn't tell me everything that had happened or what was going to happen. Thank God they didn't because I wouldn't have wanted to know because I would have felt responsible. But, you know, luckily they made sure that I wasn't there at that moment. And I know that that was, you know, a guardian angel protecting me. And the same way that I felt it and I sensed it, I know that our loved ones also watch over us and keep us out of harm's way. Oh my God, wow. I think that, that is incredible. Yeah, that's, that's a insane. beautiful, that's a beautiful story. Um, I want to ask one more thing before we, we get out of here. Um, it's been absolutely amazing to chat with you yeah, right no. now. You have... I mean, the reading on Ashley, just oh everything. My God. I mean, just absolutely <laughs> amazing. We know that you just signed with UTA. Um, that that was recent for you. How exciting was that for you? And do what do you have planned for the future? Tours, anything with your book? What can we expect in the future with Matt Frazier? You know, I got to tell you, the best thing about signing with UTA is that now we're going to get a little bit more professional here. Yes. Because... <laughs> Before we were doing live events and we were doing, you know, ballrooms at hotels and event centers and things like that. But now, you know, with so many people wanting to hear from me, from so many people wanting to attend a live audience reading, you know, we're moving the event into theaters because it's going to be a lot better. We won't have Angela at the concession stand with the t- <laughs> <laughs> You know, she'll still be helping. My mom's still going to be there and she's still going to be in the front and she's going to, we're going to find a job for her. I don't know what it is yet. You're going to have to wait till season two. We're going to have to figure it out. But uh, so she's not but, director of special affairs. I was going to say special affairs. We already know what she's going to be. <laughs> yes, she's going to have to do that. I think we're going to keep her in charge of like the meet and greets. I think that's going to be her new job because she's good at talking to the people. Well, somewhat. <laughs> so, that's going to be her new job. But I, the best thing about signing with UTA is that it allows me to travel more mm. because you know putting these tours together ourselves. I mean, I have a team. I have a marketing team, and I have people here. But it's so hard when you have to put everybody together and travel and go to state to state to state. So now that I'm working with UTA, it just allows me to reach more people. It allows me to break in, off into theaters, and it allows me to reach more pe- more people in more cities that I weren't able to do before. So That's I'm really excited about that. Yay. Congratulations. Yeah, it's incredible. Yes. Congratulations. It starts it starts um we're actually heading off to our first kickoff which is uh, Oklahoma. It's a city I've never been before. I'm coming to Osage Casino there. And then uh, from there we go to Temecula, California and then Ooh. Detroit, Mich- Michigan, and some brand new places. So you know, I haven't opened up my tour schedule in 10 years. It's just so hard to do, like I said, when you're doing it yourself, you know, with just an in-house team. But having UT on, UTA on board, you know, all of these people who have never experienced a live group reading with me, now they can. That's awesome. Nice. Well, we're going to be looking into that because totally. I definitely want to yeah. go see you when live. Is Los Angeles? I know. <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much for being with us, Matt. We are loving the season, and we're so excited for what's going to come in the future for you. So thank you so thank much you so again. Much for being Where can we find you before we go? Can they follow you on Instagram? 
Oh, but listen, if the dead people can find me, so can you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on I'm on Instagram, I'm on Snapchat, I'm on um, Facebook. Just look for the blue check mark. Alexa did. That's how that's how we started dating. Oh she my saw god. The blue check mark. Yes. <laughs> that's my story and I'm sticking to it. So uh, I hope they'll check it check me out, you know, online. And also, also, I just want to remind you all, because I can't believe that we're halfway through the season. It's uh episode six we're on now. Yes. yes. Yes, it's, it's beautiful. It's, so if you haven't watched Meet the Frasers yet, it is available on Hulu as well. I want to remind people so they can watch from the very beginning. Yeah. Yes. And, and what about your book as well? Your book is out and and they can people can buy it on all platforms. So it's not out yet, but you can you can pre-order it and it will ship on March 10th from either Barnes and where and is Noble, the pre-order okay. on your website? Um, you can do it on the website or uh, Barnes and Noble, Target, Amazon. Oh, everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I guess everywhere. It's pretty it. cool. Awesome. That's amazing. All right. Well, thank you so much again for being with us, Matt. And we're looking forward to the rest of the season. Thank you, Matt. Bye. Have a great night. Bye. All right. That was incredible, you guys. I'm literally freaking out right now. I was not expecting that at all. And I've never been read by a psychic or a medium or anything. And the fact that he came through with my grandfather is just... I mean, I've been like over here, like tearing up the whole time. Yeah, like, we saw. It's incredible. I can't even that's imagine. That's so ab- exciting. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, let's get right into the episode since we don't have a ton of time, but we want to mm-hmm. make sure that we touch on the episode for our fans out there. Well, let's start out because we have Angela and her customer service, <laughs> and we see Matt and Maria right in the beginning. They're trying to figure out what are the good parts about working with mom, and they literally <laughs> can't even think of anything. Anything good. I mean, I'd say sense of humor is one. I don't know. What do you guys think? <laughs> they cracked me up. We we kind of didn't hear much from Matt about what his mom is thinking about this. But I was sitting here watching this episode like, what is Angela thinking right now that she's seeing them talk about her like this? And if my kids were talking to me like this or about me like this, I would be furious at them. Mm-hmm. I love her customer service. I think we should all be able to act like her. Like She thinks the customer's never right. She'll cuss them out. She'll call them at 3, 4 in the morning. All things that I wish I could do. Yeah, I mean, because uh, what, what he said later on in the episode, it, t- it took her 45 minutes to sell someone a ticket over the phone because she couldn't spell Verizon, Verizon or right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So Listen, they have accent. I, I'm like For me, it's hard to like explain to people things on the phone too because yeah. I have an accent so like I'm, don't blame her yeah like, yeah. it's what? fine and she's, she's what 50 60 I don't know yeah probably. it's fine I'm 26 so <laughs> yeah well we also saw too um, during this episode we saw uh, Alexa's dad we saw this is mm-hmm. a very touchy subject mm-hmm. with Alexa saying she didn't really support her doing Miss Rhode Island teen mm-hmm. she's about to do Miss Rhode Island mm-hmm. and she's backed off from having this conversation with him because she doesn't want to get into a a, a screaming blowout batch. screaming fest yeah. so we see them actually they go to lunch together mm-hmm. and we see I don't I thought took it pretty well. I did too. I was expecting much more of like a stubborn dad and he was very like I'm going. Okay. It's what you want (laughs) out of your parents. Just to support you in whatever you do and you could tell she wanted him to be there for her so badly and she didn't want to do the pageant if he was not going to be there watching her and then he finally said he'll be there, he'll support her, he'll do whatever it takes. He also like really like saw that she's uncomfortable in her seat like trying to talk to him about it. I feel like because she looked very uncomfortable like very Scared, nervous. nervous yeah yeah so like i feel like 
he understood and like right away and that's why he went with her was it the stroking of the ego <laughs> i know yes because we had the three-prong special process she better have thanked but matt when she got so home smart, for that three-prong process <laughs> yeah so if you if you were watching the episode you know we had step one which was the ego to build them up step two is attack tell them what's really bothering you and then step three you empower them very Make smart them hero. very smart it, it, it is smart Make them the hero. i'm taking this home with me <laughs> i know so i was funny. like i need to write this down and, and use this in everyday life now it honestly makes sense though when you when he like laid it out for us i was like oh yes duh this is what you do perfect sense <laughs> yeah i mean i it was nice to see her dad you know support her and i i was kind of sitting there i guess i could see with the whole money situation and he said he's used to them you know wants to go to college work at 95 um and maybe not understand that that lifestyle a little bit but i feel like pageants are a really good but what what money you need for pageant can you tell me oh, oh the dresses, the dresses are so expensive pageants oh, okay. are so you need to take care of yourself everything. for everything yeah yes. pageants are really they're not giving any oh, okay they're very well, very I don't expensive know Pageants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're very, very expensive. So I can see on that end, but I, like I said, I think pageants are really good, a really good tool for um, for young women. Yeah, no, everybody can do it's it. Empowering too. them like for to, sure. Yeah. yeah. Yes, you learn a lot, gain a lot of friends, make you professional. Yeah, it's a great way to you know connect and and definitely I feel like get life experience. And it's also a different way to start in the fashion career. That's than true. To run to audition in Fashion Week in New York. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We also saw, uh, around the end of the episode, we saw Angela and kind of her uh, technology um, <laughs> Which one? Tweeter or Spacebook? Uh, uh, or that, or I, wrote, I wrote all these down. We had Spacebook, Snapdaddy, <laughs> Tweeter. I said, you better go, Angela. Yes, okay, talking about social media like that. I mean, I feel like my mom might do that, too. Yeah, All parents, I, I think. Feel, yeah. Does anyone's parents know how to use a phone? <laughs> Barely. Barely. My, my my mom will text me, but it'll be like in all lowercase because she probably doesn't know how to capitalize anything or put any exclamation mark. And my they mom love says a period after everything. The moms love the emojis. Oh, my oh maybe they'll she's voice texting. She's like, ever. how are you, period? Hello, honey, period. It's <laughs> <laughs> the worst. I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, and there's just scanning the tickets and all of this stuff and not really doing Listen, it's it It's all new for her, so let's just give her a break. And she's uh, she, she's trying for him, you know? She is <laughs> She wants to be part of his life. And yeah, I, really I think en- she's a great mom. I really enjoyed this episode, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I, I liked it because it... Again, like I could relate with Alexa a little bit more mm-hmm. when they brought in the situation with her dad. I don't know. I felt like I knew them more in this episode. I felt like I was connecting. And that's with them what we more. wanted last episode. Exactly. We want to get to know them. Yeah. So. Exactly. So I felt Thank like this you. was definitely a, a, a step up. Yeah. Because I really felt like I I was connecting with them. And I felt like too, even though we saw them call out Angela in the beginning, at the end it kind of brought it all together because no matter what he said at the end of the day, his mom is his biggest supporter. He can always count on her and lean on her, and she's there all the time, like he was telling us uh, live here tonight. She just shows up at his house unannounced, um, and it's on. That's what family is about. Mm-hmm. You need a village, you need a community, especially when there's someone like him that is traveling and involved with all these different people to go home and have family support you and love you. That's everything. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, we are going to have to wrap it up here, yeah. guys, because uh, we had that great interview with Matt. Again, thank you so much to Matt Frazier for being with us tonight. We are so excited for the rest of this season. We hope you are, too. On Let everybody know where they can find you on social media. You guys can find me on I Am On Mikhail on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. 
You guys can find me at Ashley Foltz over on Instagram. And you can find me on Instagram at Carla L. Contreras. And you can find me on Instagram at Rachel Swindler or on Twitter at Rachie Swin. Until next time, we'll see you next week, guys. Bye, guys. would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.